the Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a Ratchet Studio audience. Wow. Shout out to Fino Black, this music lover. Twan Burgundy, Silent Ace Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm here representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Oh, you finished. I'm done. <laughs> that's where you stop. That's, 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 that's where it is for you. Is it my that's turn? Where it ends for me. Yeah. My turn. You keep going. Keep saying albums. Have you listened to Yeezus? I've listened to it. Yes. Or you're saying ones that you don't like now. Have you listened to? I, I feel like he's been on the decline for a while. And the I feel like I feel I like, like you clearly know that too because yeah, you went to college good. dropout and late registration. Yeah. And you clearly know that because you were in your head somewhere in Chicago saying, damn, that nigga's fucked up. I got to save his whole sound. <laughs> <laughs> like, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're right. Look, man. <laughs> no, I'm looking. How did you? How did you? I, <laughs> I Try, I, I preface And if I take your way. verse off of Life of uh, Pablo, like... I'm good. <laughs> yeah, like... Nigga, get the fuck out. Okay, see. Wow. Nigga, you ain't made a dope it, it, album since it, ever. So, right. that's Since oh, ever. Since I'm ever. Back in just that little teeny bit. Yeah, it's a lot going on but that's, that's, that's not even a good part. First of all, part. I'm a Yeezus apologist. I still love that album. But Which one? Second of all, I like Yeezus. Thank you. I yeah, Yeezus yeah. sonically was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. There was Jesus was the beginning of Kanye saying like way more like super basic weird shit. Yes, but also sonically the album is amazing. Yes, mm-hmm. and we all we not we not gonna sit here on this on this earth in 2018 act like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy wasn't an impeccable album. <sighs> my nigga, yeah. they tried it. Though. It's the worst, right? Like. We 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 not gonna sit here and act like. I mean, he he just stopped at the two. I was like, well, I mean, graduation is good. Yeah, <laughs> like, graduation. You know what I mean? Is, is that bad. like? It's not. It's not a bad album. It's at not all. You know at all mean? a bad album. It's got like two well, bad. The first bad on album it. Kanye West put out, and I maintain this is Yay. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Hands down. This the first bad album he's put out, and still sonically. Beat wise, it's got it's some got jams some on shit it. going on. Because exactly. right. KC Gus is dope. To me, graduation just didn't live up because because of the pedestal that I put uh, late registration on. See, graduation had a lot of sounds that I was looking for, and then yeah. kind of came through with yeah, them I personally. But I understand where you're coming from. It was a drastic departure. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, like just just let play the part where he we chat starts talk about him. Like when they get the chief Keef and all that good stuff. All right, let's see how far it goes. Oh, Come on, Jans, give it up. Oh, like part of part of part of brotherhood. Yo. Did you I'm like Yay? Huh? Did you like Yay? Did I like Yay? I did a little bit. It was, I didn't. I didn't have any any a lot to do with Yay. So with Yay, no, no, no. I'm process. asking if you just like it. 
He said no. <laughs> he said, he I said didn't no have without saying no. He, he said no without saying no. Yeah. It was a weird. So here's here's it from Chance's perspective. I had never met Ye for a long time. I was the biggest Kanye fan, and I could say that Tende and Acid Rap were very noticeably inspired Influence. by Kanye. Yeah, absolutely, for mm-hmm. sure. Kanye never hit me up though. Of course never, not. He didn't need you then. Never, right. He didn't have a phone. At the time, he True. hit up Chief email, Keith, yeah. and he did Don't Like. Yeah, and just, for the city, that, that was, was a whole was lot of love yeah. and a whole lot of love for Keith. Yeah. But a whole lot of people asking me, why do you think Yay didn't fuck with you? Salty. That's so not fair, I, though. That's, that is fair. I'm sure that was happening, but I don't think that's fair. It's not fair for me to have to hear that shit? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but at that point, it's, it's not fair for niggas to At that point, Chief Keith was at like the... I'm just saying, he I'm, changed everything I'm, at that point. I think I'm also just kind of giving a little bit of perspective as to how any artist I think would feel who's inspired by him. Got it. That feels like once they meet him, if they work with him in any capacity or he hears of them, that they want a relationship. And I think that's right. what Drake wanted too. Okay. Mm. I think. Of I think, course. I think that's what all of us want. Anybody that's like close. I want to my nothing. Age. To do. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Somebody <laughs> age, <laughs> under forty. Well, I don't know how I'm not old you 40. Are. Chance, what's up with you, man? I'm not 40 30, yet. 35? Man. Under 35. Thank you. Anybody that's under 35, that's how niggas is feeling. So, but ain't no fucking under 35. I felt that way. That nigga 39. And, and I a half. really, really wanted to meet Ye. And then I finally met him. After, 39 in like, the festival that I opened up for him. I played a few of them. And then one of them, I actually got to meet him. And then he invited me to the crib when he started working on Life of Pablo. This is after Jesus came out. And. I told him from the first day that I met him that I wanted to work on Good Ass Job. Good Ass Job was the title that his fourth album was supposed to be when mm-hmm. he made 808s and Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So I told him what I wanted to do, told him I wanted to do a collaborative project. He said, yes. This is back in like 2015. From that point, he invited me back out to work on Life of Pablo. When I came to Life of Pablo, it was a very dark album. There were a lot of things that were getting removed from it that felt like light pieces to me. I was already working on Coloring Book. I had already known what I was on. I was listening to a lot of gospel. I was listening to a lot of the, just the shit that built me into making Coloring Book. I brought that into the space when he was making Pablo, and that's how Ultralight Beam came to be. And any song that I have writing yeah, credits on the five ass. songs, you could feel that. No, you're before, fucking right. Yeah, before <laughs> Coloring Book. And we didn't feel God, that damn, shit without you your name on it. But after, after that project dropped, I made Coloring Book, and I had my successes, and then I got back with my girl, and then, and my life has been what it's been since then. It's been great for me, and but it hasn't been, I guess, super musically productive, I guess, for other people, other than if you actually listen to the Christmas Project, which you probably still listen I, to if you listen to it. I didn't listen to the Christmas uh, I'm not buying a Christmas album. <laughs> tell them tell about the Christmas album. <laughs> it's a good... No, it's a, All right. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually getting bored. No. I'm sitting there listening to it. Mm-hmm. And the first thought that came to my mind was this is two people in a relationship, neither of them on the same page. One person thinks the relationship is one way. The other person doesn't think it's that damn serious. It's Kanye. <laughs> the other person is Kanye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, dude, like, for like, look, like, so I'm doing like, and I, I, I don't even remember like the times. Uh, I, so I'm not gonna go back and figure out when like Cheeky was out, when Don't Like was out, and then when Ten Day, you know, Ten Day High and Acid Rap came out and all that stuff. 
I will say this in Cruel Summer when he did the remix with uh or did uh, the remix to Don't Like with uh Pusha T. I mean Pusha T and um that was every bit of 2012 when that shit came out. Yeah, yeah, I was okay. Mm-hmm. So, but at that time, let's not act like Chance was the thing outside of Chicago. He was absolutely not. I don't even know if he was the thing inside Chicago. I don't either. Chicago no, was, was a, let us know. But, he was a buzz you know online. I, mean? I had never he heard was, of him. Ever. He was not he was even a buzz. And I definitely knew but, Chief. Like, but like, but we're but we're talking like Chief. Like that was it. Like even said it was a big it was a big moment for Chicago because him jumping on the jump with Chief Keith. And at that point, Cheeky, whether you liked him or not, and I wasn't really a big fan, but the nigga was everywhere. Right? So he jumped on the track and everything like that. So then he was like, people asked me, where were you at, Chance? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you sound salty. I'm like, <laughs> the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm like, but Chance, you've worked with him before. That's all I kept saying in my head. You work with him. You work with him. All right. So then he started going back through the thing. You know, I meet him and everything like that. And, you know, look, I think Chance was coming from the place that any of us on this show will come at because we all love, like, Kanye is a special, like, musically. We can't stand where he's at now. That shit hurts where he's at now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. musically, he, it, that music is a special part of us. It helped build our sound. You know what I mean? It just it just is. Like, you're not going to take that away from I, I You can't take that away from me. You know what I mean? I'm gonna hear late registration and always gonna be start tapping my feet because I'm just like I I feel it in my soul. So I can understand like you meet Kanye <laughs> and your ha- your ass is happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like right. you happy, like man, like look, oh shit, man, that's Kanye. Oh Kanye, Kanye. Oh shit, Kanye know who I am, man. I so you know what I mean? I've always been your biggest fan, man. I love this young man. And you know, man, you know, I I I know you did 808s of heartbreak, but you know what? Like we're gonna really do this good this good ass job though. You know what I mean? We can get together and do this. I feel like Kanye hit him with it, you know. Hey man, I appreciate it, man. I like you know, I listened to a little bit of your stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? We we should we should work together one day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me talk about that. <laughs> Kanye's on 20 different pages and Chance was on one main page and he swore because Kanye had a section of a chapter dedicated to him that the whole book was about both of them and that's just not the case also to to add a little bit more perspective to Chance's growth 10 Day was 2012 Acid Rap was 2013 Childish Gambino's because the internet was also 2013. So on a level of who was more prominent around that time period, like Chance was just getting his buzz going in 2013. Just getting just his getting, buzz going. Like, Gambino took Chance on tour as his opening act. Right. Like just mm. getting his buzz going. So this for all, him, like, I mean, I, I, I started listening to Chance due to him on the royalty mixtape with, with Childish Gambino. Same. Yeah, same like, here. For for chance to that was the ch- first time I'd ever heard his voice. For chance to be mm-hmm. like he put Keith on an album but didn't put me on an album, nigga. Keith and Little B was phenoms around the same period in time, so mm-hmm. that was a different era of rap too for this new generation of niggas. Like Kendrick wasn't popping like that then. Uh, nobody else in TDE was like like J Rock was the only nigga that had an established LP. Around this time period, 2012 was no, that when, was Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, was Good was Kid 2012? Kid? Mm-hmm. 
When did Section 80 come out? Section 80 would have been 2011. Yeah, Section yeah. 80 was 2011. Okay, so Kendrick was established. Schoolboy was just getting here. Right. Right. Absol was just getting here. Right. Absol had an album out, but he I mean, wasn't like Absol that everybody knew because Control System yeah. came out in 11. But right. still. Like, I'm, but you think, no, like, drill, yeah. drill music was the music. Just like oh, you got, yeah, just like you was, got, like, bro. just like you got, like, Uzi and, and and Yachty and Trippy Red and all them people that's kind of that's like bubbling now. That's how them them drill niggas from like Chicago, like, like Dirk and Keith and yeah. uh, what was my boy King? Um, Katie got bands. Reese and Katie got bands. Yeah, exactly. What is like? The, I uh, remember with- even here, like like Central Station, R.I.P. The hoodest club that my ratchet ass loved. Like they would play nothing but like South music, like. Dead ass, like Jeezy done rapped about Central Station, you know. Um, oh gosh, what's the dude? Um, I can't. My mind went blank. Who else used it? But please, otherwise, gonna talk about Central Station. Um, Trinidad James, but hmm. they used to still play drill music in there. Like Chief Keef used to get played. Like all the niggas used to get played as if they was from the South. Like that was like a huge thing. Young Chop was on every beat. Nigga. Like King, like at the time, at the time that Chance is trying to figure out why Kanye wasn't collaborating with him after he just did 10 Day and Acid Rap, this was, like I said, that era of drill. King Louis was on Jesus, which came out in 2013 and 2012. So King that Louis perfectly, right, perfectly makes sense that these rappers were on his album at that time. It it did it it was not anywhere in there that would f- honestly that fit Chance's sound at that time. Like again, we didn't even know what Chance's sound was gonna be because Ten Day does not sound like acid rap. They, they're different sounds. They're and still acid Chance. rap doesn't sound like three. Right, they're different sounds. Like so, f- I, he, he, so, so, so salty. Look, but then look, then he comes. Look, so then he, he he goes forward, right? You know, he he's like. He 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 skips a few uh, uh, decades and albums because he like he just goes over to my you know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like stage like just skips over that shit because again I think because he has to acknowledge that was a great album that he didn't work on so yeah, I think that made him upset as Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. but he said I get the life on Pablo life on Pablo is very dark and I brought some light to it and everything like that and I and like and I and I and I, and I agree with you on that you know what I mean. But man, if you didn't say it in a way like I saved that nigga, which is the way Joe, Joe Buttons faded right back to him after he said it, you basically saved that album. <laughs> and it, he didn't save that album, no, he added some dopeness to it. But there's a plethora of songs throughout that album that I can name that are also the fucking jam, yeah. And, and he and he and he had it like what you had a hand on it that was great. Now, a little bit later, because we didn't play that part, when he starts talking about Ye, he started talking about he goes out there to help with Ye, but he's like, none of the stuff that I help with is on Ye. I remember that. I read that part. I now, read about whatever it. you feel about that or whatever, I mean, like, A, I feel like it's not unheard of for artists to work together and then shit to not get on the record. Right. Like, that's that's not unheard of in the music business. Chance yeah. recorded a song with Regina Spector. Actually, this is the same song he put on the album, but there's a version of Same Drugs he did with Regina Spector. He didn't put on the fucking album, and I would Are you kill serious? to hear her sing that song by herself. Are you serious? 
He did a yes, song nigga. with Regina Spector, and, and he, he didn't did put drugs. it on his she album. He was originally on it, and then he cut it, and then he was like, "I shouldn't have cut it." And I was like, "Nigga, nigga what the fuck?" Are she you talking should about? Regina <laughs> Regina Spector should never do a song with him again. Now there's certain people that if you get them on your shit, they exactly. immediately go straight to the album. Like this might be the intro because it's Regina Spector. How many Precisely. artists can say they got Regina Spector to sing on a song with them, yo? Mm. Dog, I was so hurt when I heard that shit. I was like, nigga, if you don't release this as like just a free release, I he probably can't now because he disrespected Regina Spector by having her come out and do a song and didn't even put it on the album. Like she's not Regina Spector. He said it in a Beats One interview, and I was like, you motherfucker, But you put your second ass all over the album. You ain't put Regina Spector on. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, (laughs) dog. Yeah, exactly. So, just saying, just for some perspective. I know some people might not understand, but Regina Spector, in my eyes, Regina Spector is like Beyonce levels. If you don't put certain people on your album and you did something with them, you just stupid. Because that's a huge. She don't be collaborating with people. Nigga, all she got to do is open in music to television shows. She don't even have to put out albums anymore. I know. My company just got her as a client. I'm trying to angle myself under that tour. Like y'all be out here singing Regina Spector songs and don't even realize that it's Regina Spector song. Mm. Yeah, damn. she's fantastic. Oh, Look her music up, y'all, if you haven't ever listened to her. Oh, uh, you watch Orange is the New Black, you already know one of her tunes by heart. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I don't watch that show. Yes. Yep, that, is her song. that is Regina mm-hmm. Spector. All right. But like like he he did all that. And it, it's just a flip-flop. Like one day you defending them, the other day you like, all right, well, it seems like stuff is changing. So like I'm I'm gonna change with that and going back and forth. I remember just telling my girl, she was just talking, she was like she's like, I can't trust them. <laughs> like, Ooh, chance. Chance. She was just like, I can't she said there's something about him. I don't know what it is. When was the last time you felt you could trust Chance Dog? Like just listening to the statements that he's been putting out, social media. I haven't been able to trust what Chance has been saying for a while. Like I kind of wish he would just shut up and go away. Until he like gets his mind straight, because he's he's at one of those. I think he's in one of those, one of those points in your life where you feel like everything you're saying is just the most enlightened shit. You had a beautiful child, you got a beautiful wife, or you know a baby mother. You had a successful album. You got all these Grammys. You're 23 years old doing this. Like you're just you are nothing but the highest level of the highest levels right now. And everything you look at is enlightening. You look outside your car window while driving down the street to 7-Eleven and it's enlightening. You hear the spirit. Like, I feel like that's where he is right now. And I also feel like that's the point where niggas start saying a lot of dumb shit. But but also, I think he, most of the stuff he does, it's very positive. And he's used to getting very positive feedback from that. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then when he doesn't get the over the overwhelmingly positive feedback, it's it's a weird feeling. Kind of makes you think though about what happened between because I'm pretty sure that him and Vic had a falling out. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought I thought Vic was pretty open with clear about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if like like I'm looking at what Vic is saying these days. He seems to be very grounded, and I'm listening to what Chance is saying about stuff, and I'm like. Maybe Vic had a point 
to have a falling out with Chance. Maybe Chance was in his own mind, like really, really smelling and feeling himself. And Vic was like, what about me though, nigga? Like these doors were supposed to be open for both of us. And you kind of taking all this shine. And I could, I could absolutely see this chance looking back and going, it's not my fault that the beam's on me, dog. An ultralight beam. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe, maybe he would like, Vic was like, yo, chance is feeling himself way too much right now. On a unrelated issue note, I listen to ultralight beam again and that shit still slaps like a motherfucker. It's it's an amazing song now. Can't never take that away from anybody. Everybody on this song killed it. This nigga got yeah. Kelly Price up there blowing. And she crazy as shit. So Right. She's just crazy. But that don't mean that neither one of these niggas ain't wrong for what they've been saying recently. Nah. I mean, Chance really has been walking that line. Saying some weird yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, yo, put out whatever the fourth album is. And Wait. let us be like, oh, shit, Chance got out some more music. Well, he's releasing that movie like, soon that they've been dropping trailers for. Yeah, I don't care about the movie. As I honestly much don't either. And I'm a film critic, and I honestly don't care about it either. Because uh, I can't watch movies while I'm driving to work. I mean, I listen to movies sometimes when I'm going to work, but that's also dangerous. Wait, what? I listen to movies, nigga. I listen to television shows. I listen to movies. I listen to a lot that's of shit. Low-key kind of weird. I've never heard anybody shit. doing that. I actually you put um, a movie on and like you turn open your laptop and sit in the passenger seat or what do you do? I just listen to the audio. Yeah. It's like some movies I've seen them so much that like the conversation is dope in them. I can just like especially comedies. I was like, like I couldn't listen to like Avenger. Wait, what? No, I could just listen to like 40 year old version for sure. Like just just oh, because I the comics. Comics. I was like, I cannot listen no, I can't, to the Avengers. No, some There's movies so you can't listen to. Talking. Yeah, I can't listen to Iron Man. Like <laughs> because most right. of it is action packed. <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to Iron oh, Man. Oh, there's a sound effect. There's another sound effect. There's uh, explosion. Sound explosion. Eh, I don't know right. what that was, but it probably leads to an explosion. <laughs> like right. This, that type of shit. <laughs> so um so Chan they put out this other video, and this is actually from the clip. I don't know what point this is at, but this is like one of those conversations where rich niggas be saying shit and they actually not saying shit, and it frustrates me that they sat there and said shit like they were saying shit. Oh, yeah. To be a billionaire. <laughs> I wish that all the rappers had to walk around with their actual bank account above their head. Because there's too oh, much. Jesus, talk about it. Too much fucking perception it, about how much money we got. Talk about it, King. <laughs> niggas been, don't got money like that. I've yo. been screaming it forever, but because I'm but broke, I mean, niggas don't care. Literally <laughs> everybody, other than like Hove and Diddy and maybe Drake. And that's it. The rest of y'all are broke. Yes! But finally, but, someone but, that well, listened to broke, in but broke by whose standards? Yeah. Yeah. Now y'all heard that right? Broke by whose standards? L- listen to how they answer this question. Yeah, broke by whose standards? Them niggas is nah, broke. Nah, by whose standards though? By even, theirs. Nah, you you got to think about yeah. it in layers, yo. Because even the richest niggas in hip hop, they not touching the richest niggas that's just white. Right. So, I'm I'm saying like, it's different layers to that shit. But we we because of like how the culture is set up. <laughs> I say that shit like a bank account or like a, or like, but the that's system. the way that it should be said because it's set up in design. Yeah. <laughs> it's designed for us to feel like to be a billion. Did y'all, did they say any fucking thing that y'all really like picked up from this conversation about niggas ain't as rich as they claim they is? I mean, they aren't, but also after that, it just kind of fell into just like catchphrases. We have known since the first rapper that yes, rappers are not as that. rich as they claim to be. 
What I wanted yes. to know was from this conversation, Joe Budden screaming in the background with his hands waving about how he's been saying this shit for years. I want to hear numbers. What are the numbers, nigga? Are oh, you trying sure, to sure, say, sure. Are you trying to say that this that ex rapper who claims to have twenty million dollars actually only has ten million dollars because that nigga's still rich? Are you As fuck? Are you saying that ex rapper who claims to have ten million dollars only has like two million dollars? Because guess what, nigga, that's still rich. If you got two million liquid, your ass is rich, nigga. That is rich, and I think. N- listen, up. listen. If you make five hundred thousand dollars a year, you statistically rich ass, you are rich. Straight up, you are the 1%. fucking rich. You're okay? in the one percent. That's officially like it's, rich. It's football players who don't do shit and they rich. Absolutely. The That's minimum salary they hunter, make is the best job you could possibly have. Nigga, I will run the bench for five hundred thousand dollars a year. I'll make sure everybody got a towel when they come back from actually working hard. So when you sitting here had these conversations and you some rappers ain't as rich as like white dudes who regularly rich, right? What white dudes are we talking about? Because I work with a lot of white dudes. You're like, when you talk about Rich, you're talking about Hove and Diddy and Drake. I thought that was weird. You went from Hove and Diddy, niggas who are clearly worth over half a billion dollars, to Drake, who is not worth Drake over half a billion dollars. A million dollars. and a half a show, though. I will say that much. Drake didn't or make more, more money than least. Kendrick last year. Huh? Ken- Drake didn't make more money than Kendrick last year, according Kendrick to Ford. Kendrick did a full tour. Kendrick did a world tour. True. Right. I'm just saying he didn't make more yeah, money yeah, than Kendrick yeah. I, last year. I feel year. you. So I mean Kendrick would have been an obvious one to throw in there too, but what, I'm just we're not even talking about like Eminem made more money than all of them niggas and he's up there over the two hundred million mark. Rihanna is over the two hundred, three hundred million mark at this point. Like Sure, sure. I mean you don't have to necessarily name everybody, but it's still not that many. Rich homie Kwan ain't up there. Of course. But that nigga probably rich. Like like okay, like for instance, who's who's my boy from um I can't you know even, who I, probably is rich? Quavo, for example. Of course he's rich. Like I'm not I'm not even talking about Quavo. Who is the nigga that um oh my god from fucking Tennessee or whatever? Big Smo. I have no Big, idea. What? From Tennessee? What? He's a, it's a white dude. He has a TV show on CMT. No, my nigga that's saying the nigga that's saying Drippy. What's my nigga that's saying Drippy name? Drippy from Tennessee? Wow. Young Dolph. There you go. Uh Dolph. Yeah. Dolph is rich. Like Dolph is rich. Uh-huh. He better be. Right. But you, wouldn't, but you wouldn't think he was rich because his music ain't being played on the radio like that, and he ain't got or videos dropping everywhere like that, and he ain't Dolph winning Grammys and awards like, like that. Enough. But Dolph got money. Dolph got fans. Dolph got more money than mine. Dolph got money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Nipsey Hussle but got money. A, niggas Nipsey like Nipsey Hussle is rich. Niggas, that much, niggas I'm like Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle been had money. Ten years ago, that nigga charged people a hundred dollars for an album and sold a thousand copies. Right, and I was just like, what "These a are rappers who you don't hear about like that. They ain't as popular as Wiz and Kendrick and School and Chance, and not even like, um, um, um. Oh my God, what's Lil? Not Lil B. Um, Lil Yachty Lil and they, right. They're not as pop. Ferg. They're not as popular as them, but they got money. They got money, yes. and they rich. E forty. Nigga, rich, rich. E forty been rich for like twenty years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, I, I, this made me. Don't never get paid on played on national radio except for like two songs he ever had ever. So, that motherfucker. so let's keep this, this in real perspective. Like when some, when Joe Button run around here telling y'all that he broke, it's a facade. 
He lying. He not broke, broke. Maybe Joe Budden probably makes six figures. He easy. easily like makes six figures. He's not fucking broke. A year, if, if I had to guess, they put out Jamel Hill's Jamel Jamel Hill's contract for ESPN. That's paying that girl like two million dollars a year to be on ESPN. Holy if shit, Jamel was real? making two million. Yeah. Off her God, contract. Man, Can you imagine so much. how much money somebody like Joe Button is making for not only doing the podcast, but for also being on Love and Hip Hop to get that shit going and then being on these other shows where they keep calling him in to do shit? You think Charlemagne makes less than $2 million a year? You're sadly fucking mistaken if you do. Yo, them niggas is rich. All them niggas. They're fucking rich. They got more rich, money dog. than me. <laughs> they got more money than me. I would trade places with them and take their bank accounts. Oh yeah, right we trading bank accounts. Absolutely, name a rapper. Because like, there's dudes right now. Can like I say, like if you're on top tier headliner status, you're making upwards of a million, Never. a million five a show, a right? show, which is obviously insane. Because Kendrick did like 150 dates over the last year and a half. Um, but niggas like your little Yachty and Trippy Red are making like 30k a show. No. Do you know how fucking crazy that is? Like. You talking about thirty k for a show, and then and then another maybe ten fifteen k just to show up at the club after That's the show for like <laughs> Red Young Thug is like one hundred and fifty thousand. You know, you know what uh, I mean. Like, so you talking about you perform for one night and then go out and get some drinks, and your ass just made a year salary for most nigga, motherfuckers they who comp listen to drinks this podcast. Too. They not right. paying for none of this shit. They not paying for the drive there. They're not paying for no. the clothes. The They're not paying, paying for the food for all of that or shit. the drink. They're getting everything for free and getting paid to do nothing for free. So when I hear these conversations about, oh, these rappers ain't that rich, nigga, give me one hit song, give me one, and I can quit my job. Because if the t- rich isn't billionaire, then yes, these niggas are rich. The type, of, the type Dude, of rich they're talking about, that's not even rich anymore, that's fucking wealth. Like, that spans generations. The type- no, 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 you're right. You're 100% right. These people are not right. But I'm just saying, if that's your standard, then yes, they're not rich. But by any like other measurement, dumb- come on. Yeah, like, that's such a dumb conversation to be having then. These niggas yeah. not rich because they ain't worth a billion dollars. That's ridiculous. Now, what they're saying is, the only thing you can really say is, they might, they not as rich as they portray themselves to be, but these niggas ain't hurting. Sure. No, their their unless argument you, was unless, they unless might you, not be rich forever either. Unless, unless, unless you, yeah, yeah, unless you do something now. stupid, like unless you do something stupid. But I remember, I remember when Jersey Shore happened, man, and them niggas was making money. They were making money. Bro, shows, they was making they like sixty k an episode. To get more money for the second episode for the second season. Then and and on top of that, they were doing uh uh going to clubs and getting um free everything. Five feet, like just to, just to show up at the club because if you could if you sit there say this person at the club everybody's gonna show up to the club, so the club was like I'll break you off twenty thousand dollars, bruh. Thinking knowing that I'm going, I'm I'll clear hundred and drink. Right, exactly. shit, you know what I mean. If you, like, if you so see a like person on TV. people were chilling off of that for you know for a while. Like I've been one dude for just so like yeah, I paid off my college, I paid off like all like you Fuck know yeah. all, all you my nigga, they don't work. If all I was, the, that's why I wanted to be on the real world because then I'll do every challenge and just get money. I ain't that fit. I can't do that. Do club appearances. I, I don't give a fuck, man. I need to get I'd have been like Carl like, like She went and got fit because she saw the money. <laughs> she, she, she but like, they get, they get paid for, they get paid just to be on them <laughs> shows. Like, 
I don't think people understand. We we look at our we I look at our country. To work out is what I'm saying. We look at our country and we look at corporations and entities and shit like that. And we look how much money that the government claims that they don't have and how much money people ain't making at fifteen dollars an hour for McDonald's and like that shit is really depressing. And you look at people working a nine to five, forty hours a week for forty k, maybe a hundred k, but you living in San Francisco, so you still living on the street, but you got six figure salary, like shit like that, right? People don't actually look at how much fucking money is wasted in the entertainment industry. Every facet of the entertainment industry throws away money. They throw Except it away. Except audio engineers. They definitely can spend more money in that respect. Just which one? throwing that out there. Oh, which one? They're paying audio engineers. Oh, no, they don't. No, those people actually work. Money. Those, those people actually need, like, salaries and stuff. <laughs> like, like, I'm not talking I, about this. I don't mind being broken off some more change, but I feel you. You're right. Bro, I work in an speaking. industry where we get $30 million contracts, and I'm making what I make. So... Right. To, to yeah, manage exactly. this shit. Like, that's how much money gets thrown around and wasted out here in the streets. So, if you think that Mona Scott is not going to give one of those Remy Ma or Papoose a million dollars to be on Love and Hip Hop for a season, you're tripping. She absolutely is. Because it's a drop in the bucket compared to how much money she's about to make for VH1 and for herself off of advertisement and shit. If she's going to make yep. them niggas hood rich... You know, and if Hood Rich is a million or two million dollars for doing one season of a show, so fucking be it. She'll do it because she'll end up making 14 or 20 million off the back end. She'll end up going to Netflix and getting a fucking hundred million dollar deal like Avery DuVernay or Shonda and them and end up producing shows, taking that shit off the bank. Like there's so much fucking money out here that when niggas that when niggas who are rich start talking about who is and who isn't rich. I get frustrated because they never actually throw a figure out there. And on top of that, these niggas from New York, not Chance, but a lot of these niggas from New York. So I'm sure they do think that $2 million in New York ain't shit. It don't stretch as far as it does everywhere, but there's a lot of people in New York making 30000 Nigga, a lot. <laughs> so And they and they want they just I mean, want to get back on. home to and Philly. And they're still living, so what the fuck? Right. And like, like I said, they just want to get back home to Philly. So... <laughs> And that's it. They're just trying to get back home to the 215, she baby. Is, they not one of them threw out a ballpark figure. They, and they don't want to because they don't want niggas to know how much money they really got. Yes, correct. They don't they know they see the Forbes list and they see this and they see that and they don't want to be judged by their wealth. So they don't want niggas knowing exactly how much money they got. Or to push it a bit further, they don't know exactly how much money they got because they got an accountant who handles all that shit. And that person's only job is to be like, you can and cannot afford this. They don't know how much. I'm trying to cop a parts. They're like, nigga, no. Bro, you got 10 of those. Chill out this year. Do another album. Then you can get a new Porsche next year. Next year, a new Porsche. Right. They said all that shit and they say nothing about actual figures. I wish, like, he looked, chance, I wish niggas walked around with their bank accounts above their head. But y'all ain't dropping no figures in this conversation. Well, we all right, so to- what's your bank account? So we that need to do this. Next question. We need to get together. We need to, to make this ratchet anthem and hit a couple clubs <laughs> so we have some money, <laughs> pay off some of these loans we got. Bro, one song. Straight you know what I mean? up. Like, we don't need to hit the studio to hit a whole album. We just need one song. I got song. beats I'll send y'all. I'll send y'all a Dropbox of beats. Just pick you know one. Say some one shit song, time. get on the jump, make this junk hot, do a couple club appearances. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right then... We don't, we don't, we don't put a chunk 
in our debt. Bruh. Oh yeah, absolutely. When y'all be when y'all see people that's hot for a minute and then they disappear forever, that's because they rich. They rich now. They could come be like, where 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 is Twan now? Like nigga, I paid off my debt, so I went nigga, home. I made three million dollars. <laughs> oh, like, I'm gonna see y'all again. I paid off my debt, so I went home. Bad. Like they, I like my last performance was me dropping the mic on the stage. Cause fuck I, you. I, I don't even I, know I, you, and I hate your guts. You know what I'm I hit my price point. I was like, oh oh, we there? All right, fuck y'all. I'm out. It, that shit, it is, right. it's, I had a specific number, and I'm now retired. I'm not sure they. I'm not sure these <laughs> niggas actually understand the value of a dollar, and I based that Who's on. I'm coming never, nigga, ever, not I, ever. I based that shit on the fact that a lot of them ain't never had to hold down a job for a long time. Like Chance got popular young. Holding down. I used to work at McDonald's. Like these, these be their rapper stories. Man, I worked at McDonald's when I was like 16, and then I put out a hit song, and next thing I know, I got signed to a record label. Like, you don't never hear a story from them. Man, I was working as uh, 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 I was I was working at as a telemarketer for seven years. You know, after I got out of college, because degrees don't mean jobs, and I was living at home, had a 401k plan and okay health benefits. And then I put out that hit song and I made a million dollars. And I remember when I walked in and quit my job that day. I said, I don't even care about getting a salary bump. I remember this when year. I walked in and put my two weeks notice in. Like right. You don't never hear employee. that from these niggas. Cause they ain't never worked a job like that. They ain't never had a res- they ain't never had heavy responsibilities like that. All they had to do was not go get caught up in the street selling drugs and make some music and put it out and hope they get signed by a label. And because of the internet and the way everything works now, you can become popular for doing literally the least amount of musical work. And you can become a YouTube star. It's, it's yeah. fucking insane how quick people become rich and don't have to actually experience holding down a job. So for, for me or y'all, everybody listening to this podcast, basically, if any one of us all of a sudden got a check for $2 million, that is life-changing. No, we won't all of a sudden be flown, be flown around in private jets and shit, but nah. I would say about 93% of us would quit our job the next day. I'd be real selective about the work I would do. I tell you that much. Man, two million dollars. I'd be like deuces to mine. You can't feel you do shit I didn't want to do for two million for two million dollars. I'm literally only touring with Kendrick. When he goes on the road, I'll go on the road. Other than that, I'll be at the crib. Bro, for two for two million dollars, you sneeze in my direction, I'm quitting. (laughs) I don't do germs, nigga. I'm out. (laughs) For two million dollars? If if I woke up and my foot hurt, I quit that day. Right. You know what? I decided. I wanted a longer breakfast that would have made me late to work, so I quit. Man, I decided to just I decided to go sit in Panera bread in my pajamas for four hours. <laughs> Cause I can. Cause I fucking can. It's like I want to know what it feels like to drink this mimosa on a weekday. Cause I can. Mm-hmm. They don't that type of freedom. Ugh. They they only know that freedom. They a lot of them come from okay, come from poverty or okay to this rap shit. Or more dire circumstances, some come from selling stuff to doing rap music. 
And that's a huge jump. But that, but also that's the aspiration. That's not my aspiration. I'm not, I didn't get a job working where I work because I wanted to be a rich millionaire. I just want to have enough money to be able to live my life and do what I want to do. If you give me $2 million in this mind frame of all I want to do is be able to survive and do what I want to do, I can quit my job. Now I can do that without having <laughs> to go do the extra bullshit. I can't, I will cry if I get $2 million because the amount of freedom that the will time. come with that. The time, Deidre. The time I have not to get up and be like, oh, I got to work. And I have to work 10 plus hours every day no. and still have to squeeze in, you know, then I have to go home and do other responsibilities. Then I can do the things that I want to do if I have the time in the right. day. Because, you know, I still have to get up ass early in the morning to clock in that job. I don't I don't thought about. Just, you know, you'd be like, you'd be like you, you <laughs> scratched this ticket. You win $50,000. Like, I don't sit there and thought about that. <laughs> and literal tears have come to my eyes. Like, what if that happened to me? Man, so if I say one day, like, if I say, dude, I sit, I sit here and I and I'm looking at my little ticket and them 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 shits match, and I'm gonna sit here and stare at it. And I'm gonna look at my girl. I'm gonna look at her. But I'm I'm gonna hold it to her. I'll be like, I'm gonna need you to look at this and verify my eyes. All right, and I'm just gonna cry like a fucking baby, nigga. This, this is like, all I need. Like, like, te- like tears, anime tears rolling down my eyes. <laughs> Not anime. <laughs> anime tears rolling down my eyes. Fucking water I might, works. I might call y'all and just be blubbering. <laughs> just, just be crying. If you, like, if you can get me to win that $5,000 a week for life shit or whatever. Oh, holy shit. I Are you kidding me? A week? So oh, my. Bye. Bro, Done. Listen, that would be like I got my dream job without having to actually work at the dream job. I'll take it to Dude, another. I'm, I'll take it to another level. If you if I win a scratch off for of five thousand dollars a month for life, I'm going to be yeah. considering quitting. And that is less money than I make right now. But I will absolutely consider <laughs> Cause you know what? If you I can live on the budget, money. Exactly. you ain't working for that money. <laughs> yeah, you can put all your effort into whatever you want. <laughs> like you ain't working on I'd that money. I'd be like, no I'd be like, can that, I live on a budget? That, and that's guaranteed money. For guaranteed life. bills paid like a motherfucker, and I don't got to do shit to make that happen. Are you kidding me? For life, Dude, I might look. I might go to work just for play change, just and not be stressed for that. Because because at any time, worse I'd be like, fuck this. I'm like, off yeah. this. Like, I'm gonna let my supervisor know. Like, I'm here. Just for you're welcome. Stuff. Hey, All hey, right? hey! Every time I come so walking, please, in, hey, you're, you're welcome. Just, I'm here. You're smart. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, so watch I'm going home. Mind. It's not. I don't care. I'm just like, I'm just gonna go home. I'm not even gonna tell y'all I'm going. I might be like out doing something, and I'm just not gonna come back. Exactly. Come back. Stay about. I just I can't imagine. I can't. I can't imagine. But then you're gonna have to pay me severance, and I'm gonna leave on y'all anyway. <laughs> And I get to cash out this PTO. Oh, Challenge man. accepted. Right. Challenge accepted. What's up? I'm here for this play money. I don't know about you, man. Bruh. Niggas ain't ready. Like niggas, niggas don't understand how life changing that type of money. That that little low amount of man, them niggas ain't rich. Them niggas ain't that rich, nigga. But you know what's still the key word there? Rich. That. All no, right. nigga. Rich. I'm going out, I'm going out tomorrow because <laughs> I got a good five years. I'm gonna get in shape just to learn how to be an NFL kicker. 
because they kicked yeah, the fourth. Bro, but you could be the fourth if you. But Tuan, if you the fourth, if you fourth string, you still gonna make six figures. Just to ride I'm, the I'm bench. kicking. Bro, I'm kicking for one. Hunter is the best job that has ever been invented. <laughs> it is a job where even if you're the best on the team, you only have to play like five, six plays a game. And then you nigga that's sitting in the back to make sure this dude who never gets hit never gets hurt. It was I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna be the long snapper. That's what I'm gonna be. <laughs> nah, that's too much pressure. The long it's snapper, bro. I'm trying yeah. to be a backup punter. Yeah, I ain't worry about pressure. I'm there for one year. And low key, <laughs> kick the ball halfway decent right now. And if I actually had a trainer, I might be able to get to like mediocre status. And mediocre is plenty to be a backup punter. Mediocre. Is Kind of pretty to be a starting punter. I was about. To, I'll be a fourth string quarterback because they I'll don't be expect much from me. Punter in the NFL, chilling. If I'm a fourth string quarterback, they ain't gonna expect nothing from me when I get on the field. <laughs> like it's right. pretty much this is well, this is all we have. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the punter got a hernia. I'm about, so, I'm I mean, I guess. See, I'm about to go look up how much it is just to be on the scout team. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I like your style. I'm gonna start doing yoga, get flexible again. Telling you, bro, the amount of money I used to be with the, the shit. The, the amount of money that is thrown at people just because they're in the right place with money. Mm. That shit right. is insane. It is it, I can it, kick it, the ball man, far. I can't kick it accurately. That shit is insane. And then you look at people, like you look at people who develop like Grand Theft Auto, the actual developers of the game probably make like fifty thousand dollars a year. That game is oh has grossed over two billion dollars, hey, grossed hey. over a billion dollars at this point. So now, if you're on a scout team, you are not part of the 53 man roster. You just own a team. You are literally you are you the practice. This number leader. is disgustingly. For 2016 high. season, practice squad players can make no less. It's in the it's in the bargaining agreement. No less than 6,900 per week. Whoa, that whoa, that's fake. That's that fake news. Jesus Christ! In 2018, I just found the updated figures as of September first. For the 2018 season, practice squad players can make no less than $7,600 per week. Look at oh, my equates God. equates to $129,200. Look at God. Deidre, yes. What is the correct response? Nigga, I'm going into punting training They tomorrow. ain't doing shit. <laughs> they ain't doing oh, shit, oh and they making six I'm figures. I'm going to be the practice punter shit. for the Titans so motherfucking Bruh. bad. That is amazing. Oh they don't have to that's, do shit. That's insane. Bruh. <laughs> hey, man, you want to... Uh, actually, you're punting pretty good. You want to move up to the regular team? Nope. Good. I'm going to shit. I, I should damn try out because, you know, I'm not going to make it, it any damn way because I'm a woman. But just pay me. Right. Just pay me. And niggas Bruh. be mad about Are that shit. Like, niggas be making niggas be making six figures a year to do, to practice for four hours a day. <laughs> not a game. Not a game. Bruh. Not a game. And be mad. Practice. They be like, ah, oh, I wish I made twenty million dollars. I mean, I do too, nigga. But look at what you do for what you're getting. Look at what you do for what you're getting. And look at the time that you have afterwards. Look at these when you go outside and you look at these construction workers and these people, these fact, these blue collar factory workers who their hands are literally falling apart. Their eyesight is trash. Their bones brittle as fuck. They don't have no health coverage. They don't have nothing like that. And you remember that they make under $30,000 a year. You remember that they make little to nothing. And you kick a ball for practice, for play, play. And you make six figures. <laughs> My God. Like, bruh. People don't, people really don't hey, understand how much they are. I'm reading pay their practice players more than the minimum so they can keep access to them. Oh, God. They paying you to stay now. 
Yes. <laughs> if you're good enough practice player, they'd be like, you know what? We're gonna pay you two hundred thousand because fuck it. Man, you really make you really bring. Because the thing is, they can't pay you a certain level, but they'll play you there because at any time, I could a player can get hurt. I need, I need to bump up somebody for a practice squad. There is no limit to how much a team can pay a player on the practice squad, and practice squad contracts do not count against the salary cap. I'm, I'm gonna make y'all. I'm gonna make y'all Damn. real mad. Hold on, I'm gonna make Damn. y'all real mad. Some player like is now. I might try to. I might try. You know, I might try getting the baseball stuff because. Football, they'll take a contract quick. The contract is a is a is a word they just use. It don't mean nothing because mm-hmm. the base is all one sided. Because at any time, anything can happen, and then the team can be like, you know what? Hey, you know, you know, you know, the contract we gave you. Yeah, fuck that shit. That shit's not. Hey, hey, hey! I'm I'm about to piss y'all off. Check this out. Last podcast on the left, their Patreon. They make forty nine thousand dollars a month. God. Wait, say that one more time, please. They make forty. They have eight thousand nine hundred and seventy patrons. They make forty nine thousand two hundred and fifty four dollars per month. You mean forty nine hundred? Surely forty nine thousand two hundred and fifty four dollars per month. You fucking kidding me so they make Yo, first of all shout out to them because their podcast is amazing so they God, make six hundred and fifty thousand dollars approximately a year i feel like i didn't hear that Bruh. Oh, or six hundred thousand a year <laughs> approximately six hundred thousand like they no. have listen they have 2200 people that just give them one dollar per month mm-hmm that's fantastic. I, I need to go to bed and reevaluate. <laughs> reevaluate. What am I doing, with my bro? Life? This is why I'm trying to get our podcast popping because we doing it wrong. <laughs> like, and how? What do we need to do to enhance our, our livelihood <laughs> yeah, and our up. bank account? Because this is I'm this shit for the birds. Like, I'm what? Willing to do it. That's the other thing too. I would definitely become a full time podcaster if I hit Bruh, any number close to this shit. I am trying, but it is Nothing difficult. But content, 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 content. What's what's the name? Won't even show his number anymore. Who the fucking sword and scale? He used to show his shit. He won't even. Oh, show his hey, you no know more. he makes. It's like I'm swimming in bread right he now. He has he has sixteen thousand patrons. That is a lot of people. That's double. That is double how many patrons last podcast has. He ha- they have eight thousand. He has sixteen. A lot of people. The amount of money him. out here. And it's just him. Right. The amount. Right. Of, well, he got a team now, but the amount of money out here that we not getting is atrocious. And I look at this every day. So when like listen, I know a lot of people have issues with like trying to figure out what they value and their worth is. When you thinking about shit like that, go look at what some of these other people getting paid to do what they do. You're always think, worth more. Oh than yeah, you think I you was are. deciding like, am I worth this? Am I worth this? Just ask for it because you know what? First of all, you're probably oh. worth it. Second of all, fuck them. Yeah, you get it. You're get you're it pretty anyway. much always worth more than you think you're. Like I absolutely oh, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. If somebody if somebody's willing to pay you two hundred thousand dollars to do some shit. You probably You're worth a million dollars. You probably worth no. You probably worth a million dollars. Yeah, if we do if we doing numbers right, if somebody's yeah, paying true. you two hundred k to do something, you probably worth a million dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like to the company. Like if for that's and, how and what, I, what I mean to say about it. Let, let's say, let's say, like you do what I do. You're in IT, and you get paid two hundred thousand dollars a year to maintain. I don't know Splunk. Let's say you get two two. You pay two hundred thousand dollars a year to maintain Splunk. That I means don't know that, is, but, all right. that means that when that application is down, they're probably losing a million dollars an hour. So they're paying you because they're paying you that much money because they would lose 10 times that if you weren't there to keep that shit running. Nobody is paying you your real worth. Nobody. Absolutely. Nobody's paying you a real worth. That's why I hate when I hear people saying, oh, you work at McDonald's. You shouldn't be making over 15 an hour. You realize how much money McDonald's makes. Do you realize how much money they make? Nobody is getting paid their worth at McDonald's, but the people who own McDonald's and the people who own the little franchise spots. So don't, don't do not undervalue yourself. Realize everybody getting over on you. Everybody, everybody that's paying you is paying you less than you worth. Mm-hmm. In no situation are you, there's no situation where you're getting paid more money than you're worth. As far as I'm concerned, even if you terrible at your job, it is still, it would, it still costs them less money to overpay you than to get rid of you for whatever reason. Right. For whatever reason, if you go to work and you sleep in your chair every day, it still costs them less money to pay you to sleep in that chair every every day than to not pay you. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. But that's just how it fucking works. So if you out here trying to find a job or get whatever, and you've done your research into this company and how much money they making and shit, and you looking at the position they hiring you for, and you can you can compare that or look at comparable places, comparable places, go to like Glassdoor and check out the this the, the 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 salaries or whatnot. Just know every salary you comparing that shit to, y'all all being underpaid. That's the reason they pay that's the only reason they would pay y'all that amount in the first place. Mm-hmm. So these niggas out here talking about what is rich that ain't that rich. If if <laughs> even they being underpaid, even they being underpaid as fuck. Well, we've been known that about the music industry. They yeah, they getting so much money stolen, taken away from them. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them are really smart, and some it's of them are just a vicious cycle. Right. Some of them just want to make money. That's so true. That shit crazy. That shit frustrates me every time I go to work. I'll be like, you know how much money they making off me today? Just just for me coming, just for me showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what look, look at that spiritual at the end of the show. <laughs> God, they're making forty nine thousand dollars a month. I just, that's disgusting. I mm. and then that, between that and then now I'm thinking about the double of sword and sale. Like that's just that we thinking it's double. Might even be more than that. Mm. I I just I wouldn't know what to, I would be so lost at what to do if we made forty nine thousand dollars a month off this podcast. I wouldn't know what to do with the money. I'd be like I don't. 
but but like by the time I figured out what to do with the money, it would a whole year would have passed and we'd have six hundred thousand dollars to to do something with. I'd figure it out. I'm not gonna lie, I believe in myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different tax bracket and shit, man. I No need to worry, my accountant handles that. Like these podcasts are this podcast is rich. These niggas are they are rich. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to I mean, genuinely, I'm happy for them because I fucking love their podcast. But golly, that's wild, man. And mm. that's just off of the the Patreon. That's not like if they go if they do shows somewhere. places. Yeah. Well, they're all st- well, two of them are for sure stand up comedians. I don't know if Marcus does stand up or not. No, I think Marcus just does produce. I think he was just producing a lot of those podcast shows. There. I mean, Henry is an actor. He Henry Henry was doing the acting thing for a while and a lot of the shows he got on ended up getting canceled and now i haven't seen henry really doing anything i thought he's he's always like away on location somewhere doing some listen he might be but if they making six hundred thousand dollars off of this podcast i don't see why henry needs to be anywhere (laughs) henry is because he's trying to get more money i don't blame him i mean i get it he's doing better than a lot of actors though off of a I podcast. Know, saying he's trying to stay doing better. Jesus Christ. This is this is why places like Wondering and shit are able to just develop more and more podcasts. Holy fuck. I don't even want to go and see. I wonder if True I wonder if Criminal has a Patreon page. That would be oh, oh my God. That her, would make me her sick. Lispy self. I think she does. That would make me sick. <laughs> She don't. She 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 refuses not to breathe directly into the microphone. Mm, her lispy self. I bet you she does. I don't see one. Bet you she does. I'm looking. It might not be. It might not be it. listed, but I bet you she does. Because she because she's on that like legit. I don't think they allow them. Hold up. Yeah, I don't know if they allow them to uh to do Patreon because they're on like a hosted platform. What platform is she on? Um if she's not on Wondery, then she's on Radiotopia. Mm. Who's on Radiotopia? Um, true. Um, what's that? That lo- that love one. Um, is on Radiotopia. Let me see. Um, isn't um, American Life? Is American Life is the NPR. Okay. This American Life is NPR Radio. Cause somebody else's Radiotopia that I used to listen to. I that I told you the love one. Was it love that I was? Love to? is Radiotopia. The the late the crazy the, the one with the stories and shit. That is Radiotopia. And there was another oh, one, um, okay, True that's Something. What, yeah, I'm remembering. It's called True Something. Where they told stories too. That is also yeah, they, Radiotopia. Yeah, I was like, you know, they had that weird um Yeah, so Radiotopia is Ear Hustle, uh what is it? What LNR, which is Love and Radio, I think. Um, the truth, the truth podcast. Yeah, the That's truth, what I'm thinking of. Criminal, 
99 invisible 99 invisible like all of those are radiotopia one i think um sword and scale is on wondery mm. and he got a patreon i don't know how he worked that out see wondery is dr death which yeah dr death is crazy um mm-hmm. business wars that was a good one though yeah it's good who else is up here what's cereal god they got a show with fucking ellen up here on wondery <laughs> the fuck hmm. yeah sort of these up networks here. getting money from to be paying people like ellen to do shit they're get because they if you you figure if they got if they got shows like Sword and Scale on here, and they got Doctor Death, which is popular as fuck right now. They got Business Wars. They can afford. They probably can't afford to do a little podcast with Ellen. Fair enough. Because they got because all of these shows I get do advertisement too for them. So all of them, all of that, all of those impressions and shit that they're able to do because all of these shows that they do to get these hits, like Criminal has like eight hundred thousand subscribers. That's that's subscribers. That's not listeners. Yeah, that's, that's heavy numbers. Okay, so mm, yeah. God, um, I think I talked. I had talked to a guy who was like, "Oh, we could get ads for y'all's podcast." He was like, "How many numbers y'all do a week?" And I gave him a number that is significantly better than most of the podcasts from niggas you know or regular niggas that y'all listen to. Right, our numbers are higher than theirs. He was like, yeah, y'all not doing like read numbers or Joe Budden numbers. Y'all not doing like a million dollars a week. No shit. Like, no shit. Wow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> I, I know we don't. Yeah, right. Numbers. Like, I'm calling Damn. you after getting off my job. I know we don't do that with numbers. Mm. It's so much money out here. I'm just trying to get my hands on some of it. What's cereal? What what are they under? Um, I think cereal's under NPR. Is it NPR? I thought it, for some reason Panoply was in my mind Who? for cereal. Panoply. I ain't never heard of Panoply. Really? Nah. Hmm. Cereal. Yeah, I I started listening to a little bit of their third season mm-hmm. three. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, that's what I heard. Look, if I don't hear <laughs> nobody talking about it, then it's boring. It's boring. It's not as boring as the second one, but it's boring. Yeah, so it looks like cereal is one. I think it's under its own thing, and then uh, WBZ ninety one Chicago. I know I heard her say that a lot. Panoply has uh, another round. Um, I thought another round got canceled. I thought that stuff got canceled. It's on Panoply's network. That much I know. Malcolm Gladwell's podcast is on there. Side Hustle School is on there. Um, what else? There's a few other big ones, but I mean, obviously, Serial isn't on there, but I just, no, it's another one of these big ass networks that has a fucking 50 podcasts on it. Mm hmm. 
Switched on Pop, which is one that I listen to. It's these two corny white dudes talking about music from like a musicologist perspective. It's actually it's a lot of fun. Those dudes kind of get kind of annoying sometimes, but their breakdowns are actually very very informative. Hmm. It's not so corny that I stopped listening to it. I'll put it that way. You say you figure even the read on just on SoundCloud. Like I don't have any iTunes numbers. I just got a SoundCloud number. Serial. Wait. Oh, the serial serial. What the fuck is this? The serial serial is a spinoff podcast where they talk about serial. It's on Panoply, incidentally. I was like, wait, serial's right there, but it ain't. Never mind. Hold on. This might be this might tell me how many subscribers the read has. If I pulled them up on this uh podcast app. Oh, I can just imagine. Mm. Yeah, these numbers ain't these numbers can't be right. So I see two read feeds and I see one for sixty one thousand subscribers and I see one for eleven thousand subscribers. I'm gonna go with the sixty one thousand subscriber one is the real one. But even then, I don't think that's a real. I don't think that's a legit number. I think the number is. But that's subscribers. I'm not subscribed to the read, but I listen to it regularly. How are you? Wait, what? Are you? You cannot subscribe to the podcast and have it be in your feed of podcasts. Huh? Yeah, you can on an iPhone. You can. There's a bunch of podcasts that I don't have subscribed, but I like go to the podcast, listen to an episode, and then it shows up in my podcast app as a podcast I'm not subscribed to. So it won't update me when they have new episodes, but I can just refresh the feed and see it myself. Why wouldn't you subscribe to a podcast if you listen to it though regularly? Because I don't want it to like update my phone and be like, hey, look, you got a new episode of this if I only listen to it every now and then. Holy shit. If anybody is doing that with our podcast, please don't do that. <laughs> subscribe to the fucking podcast, please. Like That kills our numbers when you do that. That does not help us at all. <laughs> I can't. If I go to somebody and be like, we only have this many subscribers. We got a bunch of people that update the feed every week. I don't have no numbers on that, though. Like, please subscribe to the podcast. Holy shit. Why would, I, why would iTunes even allow y'all to do that? Hey, I don't know, but they do, and I do sometimes. That's counterproductive. I Well, the reason I do it is when it's like a podcast where I'm like, I don't know if I like this yet. I'm going to play one episode, so I'll just play the one episode and then not hit the subscribe button. Obviously, I've listened to the read more than once. Right, you've been repetitively but, doing this with the read, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of podcasts I have done it with, and I'm just like, I've listened to one episode, and I got halfway through it. I'm like, nah, this shit isn't for me. And then hit delete. Uh, uh, uh. But yeah, no, we could absolutely be up here. We could at least be doing, you know, $31,000 an episode or something like that. We actually should be, but, you know, it you gotta you gotta you got to put in the work for it. To get to that right. point. And then once you got the listeners, you can kind of kind of coast on that. But you got to put in that work. Sword and scale. I mean, not sword and scale, but um, Lab Podcast on the left, they started out with, they had just as many listeners as we did. I used to check the numbers all the time. And then they grinded. They blew up. Mm-hmm. Their content blew up too. Now, that true crime client content, content is Woo. hot. It is hot content. And if you do it well, you will keep listening. They do um, tremendous amounts of research on their oh, yeah. episodes. Oh, yeah. But I don't want their. I don't need their numbers. If yeah, we, there's plenty of happy mediums between forty nine thousand a month bruh. and like not forty nine thousand a month. If we could get, if 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 we could get, hmm, this will be a goal. If we could get two thousand Patreon subscribers, fuck, that would two thousand. 
2,000. If we can get 2,000. is a doable but ambitious but definitely doable goal. Yeah. But if we got 2,000 at what we do a month, whew, my nigga, that would be, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> my God. I, I definitely would be showing up to work now, working as hard out the gate. <laughs> I drove 35 miles an hour to work today. Yeah, it's minimum effort time, baby. Let's get it. All right, man. Um, We're out. We're going to go ahead and we're going to close out here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Uh, appreciate y'all. Uh, disagreements is disagreements. That shit was just dumb now. Fuck Triple X TTT. I don't care about AMA Awards. Um, make sure you're checking out DJ. You have to watch the first episode of Blackish so we can talk about it because Black Lightning. My bad. Yeah, Black Lightning. That was a that was a lot of episode. That's that was a lot. Oh Jesus! It. I don't even heavy handed isn't the right word. I don't know what it was. It's just. I feel like they thought they weren't going to get another episode so they needed to do all this stuff to set up this intriguing story and it was like this is a lot but um, oh like, lord yeah. so much it's very black it's very it's very black oh my this god year. that conversation it's so look black. at Negro you going too far <laughs> and Robert like Townsend just looks old now that? like he looks Sound old like black you calling me a house nigga yes Wow. Wait, so they can say nigga on the CW or whatever channel? What channel is Black Lightning on? CW. They said, like, they, I think they got one nigga a season. Uh, week. They need to renegotiate the nigga clause. Because they said Negro like five times. Yeah, that's a, that means that they can only say it once. <laughs> they, they, look, they, did, they did amazing things. Hilarious. I'm gonna have to watch it then. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just so funny. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it. God. Yeah, we broke three hours. We haven't done that in a long time. All right, y'all. We'll we have you next time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed. If you just refresh, <laughs> yeah, don't be week. like me. Do as I say, not as I do, guys. Subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe. Really like even if you don't use iTunes, just go subscribe and then go do it. However else you do it, but them numbers matter. Uh, if you're looking for some extra premium, I don't know what this shit is about this this little person threatening people with these swole ass arms. But this is crazy. I hate cooking gooch for posting this. Um, <laughs> if you. <laughs> You know, if damn, he just taking this nigga money like this. Damn. And go listen to their podcast too. If for some reason you are, yeah. So um, again, damn, he just flipped the plate of food up, food on this nigga. What is happening? He just what are you doing? Yo, like... we gotta go. I gotta go. All right, I'll let y'all next time. Goodbye. What is this little man doing? <laughs> oh, have y'all seen this video? <laughs>